I am Bamps, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Starting with Missy and Keith pulling into this warehouse where the Camarillo has set up a detention facility, for the lack of a better term. Inside is cages that are put together, holding cells as they were. They are all currently empty. There's a couple of them in here. Pulling inside Missy and Keith, there are a few security guys and that's all you really see at the moment kind of toss her to one of the security guys to put her in one of the cages get her locked down any special instructions do not remove the gag keep her hands bound and uh let's blindfold her too they set to work they recognize who you are so keith hands her over you guys begin to put her away. Uh, when that's done, Missy will step back outside by the car and lean against it and uh, look down the road to see, hopefully, the others. I've got bad news for you, Missy. We're waiting a longer than you would have liked time for Jimmy and Coco to arrive. So when it starts to get into that, like, they should have been here by now time, what does Missy do? I think she'll look at Keith and uh, ask. You don't think you don't think we were seen by anybody, right? Us, our car. If they did, nobody made any motion to stop us. I can get the plates cleaned. And she'll look back into the warehouse. Chicks can secure now, so let's do a casual drive by back at the place. See what's going on. Back by. In the house? Well, yeah. If nobody saw us, then we should be able to drive by there. Just take a look-see, see if anybody's needs help. See if anybody got caught. See if anybody's dead. If you are sure, it yields to your superiority. You are the dormitory in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. Let the security guys know. That's where we went. So if somebody does show up, they know where we went. And tell them we'll be back in 30 minutes. Uh, cool. You guys go back inside and start to get back in the car, turn it around, get ready to leave. Slightly rousing friends. Is there anything you guys want to do as your two kidnappees are starting to come out of their... Well... The hacker is starting to come more out of the situation of, you know, having all of her blood drained. Omi is breathing slow and steady, very much unconscious with the amount of blood loss and everything else. We should have picked up some zip ties. Well, no one told me that I was on this duty, and I just kind of wave my arm at generally everything. There are a lot of cables in the wall. I mean, what, the duty of covering your tracks? We should always be covering our tracks. 
uh okay i thought i was just supposed to like be watching or something i don't i honestly forget what my job was supposed to be tonight and i'm starting to get bored i'm not a mechanic okay or like a babysitter you don't need to be a mechanic to change your tires still never gonna do it what happens if you're in the middle of nowhere not gonna do it in the middle of nowhere you get a flat tire you're not gonna change it i'm cute I don't have to change tires. Sure. Uh, Whatever. All right. I was going to say you're in the middle of an African safari and your tire goes flat. You're not going to change it? Or you're going to get eaten by lions? No, I'm going to eat the hell out of that lion. Yeah, you probably would. Uh, yes, we're on babysitting duty. And we should, uh, yeah, we should tire up. Cripple's not going to run away far, but should be able to do something with these computers. So that's not PC, okay? So what? Don't say cripple, okay? Did you do that to her? What? No, this this van has a wheelchair lift. You think I did that to her? I mean, it'd be a very valid reason to hunt us. I don't know her. Okay, no, I did not make her legs not work. What, what's the right, what should I call her? Um, differently abled? Cripple is easier. I didn't make her a cripple. She was like that when I found her. Okay, like super disrespectful. All right. I'm sorry. Or, or, sure, whatever. It doesn't matter. Coco, there is motion next to you as the aforementioned hacker is uh, coming to consciousness hearing a string of the word cripple and something to throw at Jimmy. You fuck! Just pull some cords from one of those computers and tie her up. Don't you dare touch my fucking gear. Do you want me to slam on the brakes right now and throw you through the front windshield? Yeah, like you could fucking good. He slams on the brakes. Coco, were you wearing your seatbelt? No, and I had just grabbed a hold of the wires he told me to rip out of the van. <laughs> Jimmy, were you wearing your seatbelt? No. Cool. Everybody in the back of the van begins to slide around a whole lot as Coco, with her hand on these wires, causes some kind of damage and the hacker shrieks. And begins to pull herself over to Coco to start just rather ineffectually flailing at you with a whole string of expletives of like, what the fuck are you doing? Get off of that. You don't know what. And just uh, just laying into you, calling you all kinds of expletives. And what you can only assume is like supposed to be a vampire slur, but, you know. She calls you a leech. She calls you a calls you a fucking blank. Uh, claims that they're gonna kill all of you. That's enough. Okay, I just want to knock her back out. Can I punch her right in her nose? Just bap her right in the nose. Yeah, go night night smack. Yeah, uh, strike them roll. Uh, give me one more roll, just because you only got one success to her zero and. She's got a hold of a chunk of your hair. It's pulling. It's just... There's a lot of fight in this one. Not that she's any good at it, but... 
you know, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog, something like that. Hey, <laughs> so what do you want me to roll the same thing again? Yeah, just roll the same thing again. With your two net successes over her one, how do you render her unconscious again? Do you choke her? Do you punch her? Do you... Well, the first time I tried to punch her, she was kind of grabbing at me and pulling sidewaysy. So I just kind of like hit her cheek and it like grazed off. But I'm not making the same mistake a second time. And I just bap her right in the nose. I don't even let her move. She transforms into a sack of potatoes and slumps against you. Well, I guess that worked. Can you do me a favor and like not slam on the brakes for a second so I can actually, and I'm ripping wires now out of the van, tie these things up? Uh, yeah, she was talking back. She deserved it. Just grumbling, like talking back. I'm always talking. You're always talking back, honestly. Like you deserve it too. You should have probably eaten that guy when you had the chance and loose ends taking care of yourself. And I'm like tying them as I'm doing this, my little grumble. Cool. As you get back on the road and you begin to pull up to the warehouses where everybody's being dropped off, coming driving down the road, you're going to drive right by Keith's car and Keith is going to drive right by your car. You guys are welcome to, s- to see each other. Oh, there's Keith's car. Keith, I hit the brakes. Stop. Uh, I guess Jimmy will slow down and pull over. Coco waves, just smiles and waves. Uh, Missy will just get out, walk towards the van, and kind of like her hands up in the air. Like, sorry, sorry. We got a little caught along the way. Had to deal with a a dude who wanted to help, and um, then we had to change the tires because we we're leaving a huge trail. Of where we were going, so uh, yeah. Like she's gonna look at Jimmy and go to the van and look inside. We got two plus Coco. Coco's kind of doing like a Vanna White, like look at our booty, and she sees the handicapped person and the uh, who's the other one then? The other one is one of the hunters. She is wearing. Most of the military gear, like tack vest and stuff, there is blood a little bit around her mouth. There is very clearly places where she shot, but does not look like she is in the process of dying. Art dropped the other one off. All right. Well, Keith and I already dropped one off at the uh, site, so I think you'd need to get these two there. Quick, did anybody see Art? Uh, he went back in after dropping off her. He said he needed to clean up. I gave him thumbs up and uh, he just went in. I haven't seen him since. I haven't been looking for him, though. Do we know where Raven and Winifred are? Uh, I didn't see them at all after the thing started. Another vehicle begins to pull up. Inside is Elizabeth and... Winifred. Win is driving. Elizabeth is looking, I mean, not great. She's sitting on four points of aggravated damage, but conscious. Where we can send her? 
to help with that? It's a bunch of damage. It's just going to take time and blood to heal. All right. So, um, yeah, tell Winifred just to to go. They don't have any hunters in their car. They're 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 done. Just get out of here. Go back to the apartment. Stay low. Uh, Winifred looks to Coco, seeing how Missy just told her to go back to Coco's apartment. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, uh, can I turn my phone back on? Because then I can like text Jade and just like let her know that you're coming back around. Coco could go with them or could stay together. I don't know. I mean, like I am bored. Yeah. Why don't you go with them then? Yay. Um, bye. And I like flash the peace sign at Jimmy. If you need me, like, I can turn my phone back on now, right? It's no more. No. We don't know where Art is, and we don't need any accidental calls or text messages messing up whatever he's doing. I don't accidentally call anyone, though. I need my phone. Missy's just going to dead stare at her. Okay, it's fine. I'll see you guys later. Can you at least, like, I don't know, send me, like, a pigeon or whatever they used to do back in your days before there was phones? Winifred laughs. I'll have Keith let you know. I just blow a kiss and climb in the back seat of the car with Elizabeth and Winifred. The unfortunate thing is there's not much of a back seat here as it is a little two-door car, so it's a bit of a squish. But, you know. I'm a party girl. I've squished in worse, tiny, crappy cars. Whenever he gets out, pulls the seat forward so that you can get in the back, and then gets back in and keeps driving. Probably take you somewhere that Elizabeth feels that she can just chill for a little while, rather than her driving her car back to wherever she's going to take it. Wynn tells her that she'll just bring her her car tomorrow night. And the three of you head off. Jimmy and Missy, we're going to stick with you guys for a little bit since you're hanging out here at the drop-off point. Going back inside, or you you, you still want to go see what Art was up to? Yeah, Jimmy's going to bring the, the bodies to the drop-off point. Are we near the drop-off point? Like, is he, like, right there? Like, we were just... Yeah. It can just be a distance away as is conveniently for, you know, maximum timing efficiency. All right. Because if it was a, a, a longer drive, I would have Keith ride in the van and I would just drive. But, you know, Keith's going to ride in the van with you, Jimmy, just to keep an eye on these two and make sure everything goes smoothly. I'm going to take my car. I'm just going to do a, a casual drive by, see what's going on, and then I'll be right back. All right. I think it'd be better to have Keith with you for muscle in case something goes wrong. Well, I don't plan on stopping. Well, if there's police. Okay, don't don't worry about it. I know how to handle cops. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's sure. Cool. Uh, Jimmy, you're in a similar situation to what Missy was just in. And where the security guards recognize you, they wave you in. They take you into a house shut the big rolling doors and some ghouls come to help you unload your two passengers is there anything 
that you want to tell them as far as special instructions? That one there is a hacker. Make sure she gets no technology stuff at all. And that one there, I think, can fight back. So be careful. They take one look at Naomi and her gunshot wounds. And they're like, oh, she doesn't look like she's in a shape to fight back. But noted. All right. Do you need anything from us? Or are you guys good? Boss, I want to talk to you guys. Yeah, sure. Tonight? Because I can hang around. Um, yeah, let's have you hang around a little bit. Make sure that everything goes according to plan. All right. So you and Keith, chill out for a little while. Uh, is there any conversation you want to have with Keith or here? Or you just want to drop all your stuff? It's been a while since uh, we chatted, Keith. How's it going? Another night. So, uh, and he looks around at the place, brings back some unpleasant memories, but don't have to worry about that right now. Yeah. Yeah, you used to do this sort of thing quite often, didn't you? Yeah, and there was a short time I was on the other side of those fences. I do not envy that. He looks over to where the three hunters have been dropped off. Yeah, I don't envy those suckers anything you would envy to me. This is going to be a dumb question, but Missy treating you well? I guess let me ask you this. How well do you think that Carol was treating him? Um, I feel like Carol didn't care much about Keith. He was a big, strong, tough guy and uh, just used him as uh, a trusted grunt, like maybe like lieutenant, like a, a little bit above like a well-trained dog, just like some like, oh, you're actually useful. I'm not going to just throw you into the, you know, a meat grinder. Yeah, he lasted a little bit longer than some of the other guys, that kind of thing. Yeah, he already went through the meat grinder twice. So he got to not go through the meat grinder again. Missy, would you say you treat Keith pretty well? Yes, I treat him like an equal. Isn't that nice, even though he's definitely not an equal? We just happened to share. Uh-huh. Of blood. Of blood. So yeah, he'll just... She treats me good. There's... Everything's a little messed up in this line of work, so things a little confusing sometimes, but I have no complaints about it. That's good. She's, uh... Missy tries to do what's right, I think. Well, for one of us, anyway. So, uh... At least, uh... She's never done wrong by me. <laughs> Not that you'd tell me if she did. Just roll me your uh, your wits and insight, and I'll give you an extra die because you had a long-standing... Oh, three successes? That's You've known Keith a while. He's not exactly the kind of guy that you know, shares a lot of things all the time, but at the same time, you know how Carol treated some of her ghouls, Keith included, and you know that he has not said a negative word about Carol, at least to you. Presumably he knows enough to keep his mouth shut in a lot of ways, which could be why he doesn't really say anything in response to what you just mentioned. His thoughts are his own as much as somebody can be their own under, you know, being a ghoul. I don't know if that helps. That's why Jimmy said that. It's like, not like you would tell me. Yeah. He does not confirm nor deny that statement, but at the same time does not say, of course I would, or anything like that. He just 
That is a thing that has been said. I am okay for the conversation to move forward. Yeah. He has no strong feeling or another, and that's his story. Regardless of whether or not he actually has strong feelings one way or another. Well, um, it's been a stressful night. Do you think they have any beer in the fridge here? I could go for one. Actually, you know what? I picked up a six-pack earlier. Did you want one? I used two already. You know what? I think that he would have a beer with Jimmy. He's had a long night himself. He is given a lot of his blood to Missy. And, uh, yeah, I think that the two of you guys can have a nice little beer moment. All right, he, he drinks it with them. Just tries to enjoy the, the flavor of gas station beer, gas station light beer. <laughs> I've, I've certainly had better. Doesn't take much. He pauses for a moment. One advantage is that when you're a few pints low, it doesn't take as much to start feeling it. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I do envy. It's that uh, I don't really feel it anymore. I have to go, well, taste only. Some fine connoisseur bullshit. But, um, this swill's better than no swill, usually. You guys are in a little bit of a private-ish area hanging around here, waiting. Other ghouls aren't really, aren't really paying you a lot of mind, your quantities to them. But when you start talking about how like you can't taste the beer anymore and that kind of thing, Keith does get a look to his to his face, but he doesn't say anything. It is up to you rolling off some of those, says earlier. Uh, if you want to bring that up, or if you want to just kind of let that go. What's that thoughtful look about? You want to join the ranks or something? It's... There's not a whole lot of ways out of this line of work. Good point. It's never something I would I would ask Missy about. Probably also don't want to become a Melky. Just squint his eyes at, at that. Just like blood bond acting up as it were yeah no judgment just crazy thoughts not exactly a thing that uh i'd be keen on personally look she's had to go through a lot all right oh, i'm not saying she hasn't i don't envy her situation i like being um someone with a good taste in style <laughs> points to his clothes as a true toreador does there is a questioning look of taste and style but he doesn't say anything because you know he's known you for a while this is all normal to him but yeah i understand that she has some difficulties in that regard and her situation her uh, appearance is not exactly well it's not exactly something the organization appreciates but she's trying her best i'm not saying she isn't i mean she's friends with the prince she's doing a damn great job I mean, friends is probably putting a little too too close, but I mean, she got a role from the prince. Yeah, she meets with the prince several nights a week. Yeah, that that's good for her. She's she's doing great. She's working her way up. But, uh, uh, if uh, if I hear an opening, I'll be sure to put your name forward. If if you're up for it, you're probably right up there on my little who deserves it feel like I should be flattered by that, but it's been a long night. <laughs> it sure has. Uh, he will talk to you for a little while about being a vampire. 
How did that conversation more or less go from Jimmy's perspective? Jimmy says it's mostly good. It's just always wanting to feed. It's it's tough. You know, having to control your your instincts. It sucks. You just want to devour every single living moment you see them. And uh it's not great then you know other downsides of you know you can turn out like art and be ugly again no offense turn out like missy and have some struggles to work through you know i got i got lucky i'll admit that i got lucky and turn it into a toreador yeah overall he's just it's a good thing like 70 30 good to bad or probably closer to 80 20 it's mostly good okay occasional Situations where you have to try and kill an EMT in the Well, you need to stop yourself from killing the EMT that you kind of really want to kill and eat. And then you have to stage a EMT to be a drunkard. And like, ugh, so much work just to keep up the masquerade. Keeps us all safe. Yep. Transitioning away from the two of you. Coco, is there anything you want to talk about as you are driving off? It's uh, who? It's me, Elizabeth, and Winifred. Yes. Yep. I do want to talk to Elizabeth, but like not right now because I don't really know Winifred as well yet. Like she seems cool. But I don't think I want to have this conversation with her yet. Sure. That's easy enough to to arrange. Do you say anything or you just kind of have that look? Well, I spent um, a bunch of time with Elizabeth. So I think that she knows me pretty well. And when we do lock eyes, I just kind of want to like give her that look like, something crazy happened. We got to kind of powwow and hopefully she can read that. Yeah. She's known you for a little while now. And you guys have done some pretty intense and intimate things together with the whole gang role, shape shifting, controlling that master your own. You arrive at a little apartment and Elizabeth is like, just cook with me inside more or less indicating that Wynn should wait with the car. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, so kind of just follow her. She'll need a little assistance getting in, like lean on your shoulder, that kind of deal, because her entire legs would be sided. Not so much her clothing, but like you can see under aspects of her clothing, the flesh is kind of fucked. Yeah, and as I see that, I kind of get a little worried. I get that worried look across my face and just kind of quietly whisper in her ear, like, are you okay? Yeah, it'll just it'll just take some time and blood fuckers for using fire rounds. Is there anything else I can do to help besides, like... Make sure my car gets back to me. I'll worry about the blood at the time. Like tonight? Uh, tomorrow night's probably going to be fine. I'm going to go and just and she lifts the end of her shirt so you can see her stomach on the side is just uh, 
a complete mess. Oh, honey, that here. Let's let's find you some like new clothes. And did you want to shower? Or are you just going right to bed? Uh, I'll shower another night. This is this is gonna take some nights. Um, is this her place? And have I been here before? I don't think you have been here before. This is just kind of like a little studio apartment that's got some light furnishings to it. It has some long-lasting supplies. Like there's some water bottles. There's some other things that one might need to stay here for a few days if they were a person. There is no vampiric stuff here. Um, I find the the creature comforts, the blankets, and anything soft, and I kind of like bringing it to where her lie down is going to be just, you know, to make things more comfortable for her. I don't know if like now's the right time, but I, I, I want to talk to you about something. It's been a night. What's, what's up? So, um, I kind of got scared and I turned into a wolf. Okay. Uh, that's something we do occasionally, yeah. Okay, like, I knew, like, that that was, like, a thing that you could do, but, like, it freaked me out, dude. Like, I didn't know. This shit just kind of comes out of nowhere, and, like, there's all these changes happening all the time, and I'm just having a hard time wrapping my head around it. Okay. Um, good news or, or bad news, I guess. Both. I need. I need all the news. I need like all the information. I just. I'm feeling um very confused, a little bit powerful, and like I'm trying. I'm trying to be good. Did you see, like I was listening and I tried to like follow the paths of everything that I was supposed to do tonight. Like good girl. Uh yeah. I wasn't exactly there to see most of it, but sure. Um. Look, there's that beast inside you is it's its own thing sometimes, and sometimes I got a lot of practice controlling it and knowing when to to let it off. Um, sometimes shit happens. Think of it like you know when your voice would crack. I know that's analogy, but that's that's really all I got right now. All things considered, like, am I okay? Is really what I need from you tonight. Okay, I'm just gonna let you do a relax and. I'm going to bring your car back tomorrow and do a check-in, but I just need to know I'm normal and that everything's going to be fine, okay? You feed on blood. But like, yeah, it's a lot, but like, there's all kinds of crazy-ass shit that you're going to see on the regular in this life. I'm sorry, I'm not very helpful right now. That's okay. I just, I just wanted to tell you, can you not, like really tell anybody else yet though like please can we just keep it between us because i'm not so sure yet who needs to know this like jimmy knows and and art knows and missy knows but like don't tell i don't think winifred knows don't tell her yet i don't know what to think of her yet that's a whole other set of conversations i tell you what when this is all in motion. With all this, we can have a conversation. Some stuff, I guess. 
and she tries to stretch and winces a little bit just as you know it's like when you got a sore back but back was on fire no it's okay um are you gonna be okay here by yourself you sure you don't want me to stay yeah i'll be fine um i would have eyes on and she points out front on what's going on just in case this went pretty well um but I'll I'll get myself sorted out and after I'm cleaned up and you know tomorrow night or whatever I'll get fed. Then it'll just be a couple of nights and I'll be back to back to normal. You better get back to fighting weight. We got we got stuff to do and I just kinda give her a kiss on her forehead. I'll see you. I'll check in tomorrow. I'll bring your car back tomorrow. Okay. I'll have art fill it up with gas. Okay. And blow a kiss and head out the door. Uh, she winces at the display of affection, but is in no situation to push back. As you come back out to your, the car, cut over to Missy real quick. Missy, how's how's things? Right? Yeah, you were driving back to where everything was. Yeah, so what's... um? I mean, is it like covered with cops there? Oh, assuredly, it's it's covering cops. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor, and I guess just roll a what's an awareness or investigation or something along those lines. So with three successes, there's a lot of people that are out and about as you are just casually driving by. You can see, even from outside of this little housing development, the red and blues of police cars and other just lights a blare in. Presumably, Art is in there somewhere, but who knows where he is in there. Okay. And passing any cop cars, just like nobody in the back seat, so it doesn't anybody's been taken anywhere. Everything looks okay, so... Everything looks as okay as it can be for a giant police presence. All right, so she'll swing around the block and she'll go back to the... Well, are, you actually want to get in there and like, go near the car, because there's going to be uh, people in there that are just like talking to cops, giving reports, that kind of deal. Yeah. She'll drive further up the road, park and walk back and kind of mingle with the crowd that's there. He just listen in on what they're saying. You're not going to use any supernatural powers. You're just going to kind of get involved. Yep. Yep. Just a nosy person like everybody. Else. There is a lot of nosy people around here. I don't know. What, what kind of role do you want to use to get, ingrained with these people because my go-to was etiquette and something mine would have been uh streetwise and either charisma or manipulation i think charisma makes more sense because you're not doing anything you're passive in this situation Mm -hmm. okay I'm i'm happy to have that so you're going to get into this crowd here and for the most part probably the first time in a long time you're Almost discounted as a kid. Look like you're 16. Adults that are just kind of waiting their turn to give their statements and a number of cops and paramedics. You will hear a couple of things that are outside of that. There's obviously people talking about what actually happened. Some of that stuff is being said. There are people talking about seeing an animal. They think it was a wild animal attack. For the most part, they don't know 
of anybody that was really living there. They they mentioned Father Santiago, how he used to live there. You will see the guy that you saw on the banner on the side of the community center. The priest is there. He's thrown on priest robes and a collar. You can see that his pants are still like pants, but he looks a little bit more presentable uh, and is leading a group of people that are not talked off in prayer over what has happened for the souls that were lost this evening, the trauma that has caused the people, etc., etc. Okay, so as Missy understands that she's not hearing anything that would make her believe the masquerade has been broken because she's got to report all of this to the prince and she wants to make sure she can say that it's not going to come back on us. From what the people outside know, you don't hear them talking about anything that can be considered a masquerade breach. You guys made your stealth rolls. You guys didn't do anything overtly supernatural out here. Sure, there was cocoa, but you know, that's that's the big animal, right? They didn't see her change shape or anything like that. Okay. All right. Probably just hang out there. Like I said, I, I gave myself just 30 minutes. I have to be back. So however long I can sit there sure. and just kind of hang out and just make sure, like look at the house and as much as I can see of it, I'm sure I can't get very close, but, and yeah, I know I can do something rouse to make something happen so nobody can see me, but I'm not going to mess with that because whatever I do could screw uh, art up. So I'm not going to. Something you will notice as you're mingling for a little bit and people are talking and you're some time here, just kind of looking around. You will see summer. She is just kind of hanging around on the, just around. Casually make my way over there. Not like a beeline, but just kind of meander towards her. Uh, make sure once I get there, you know, make sure by looking at her that she looks okay. She looks a little nervous, but is uninjured, undamaged. Her outfit looks the same as what you saw her in earlier, so it's not like she got in a fight or anything. Mm. You don't see her bike in the immediate area, but you do see Art's car. I'm not going to like draw attention or, or anything. I'm not going to converse with her as far as everybody thinks right now. I'm just a gawker. But I think it's safe to assume that she's waiting to drive Art away in his car. That is certainly an assumption that you can make. That that's That will be my own. All right. Leave when I have to to get back in the 30 minutes then. Everything looks good here to me. See what happens when Art finally arrives. In that case, we're going to cut back to Coco and Elizabeth's car. Is there any conversation that you want to have, Coco, in this situation? Um, not really. Just telling her, you know, we have to get the car back tomorrow and we can go back to the apartment tonight. But like, I kind of don't really want to go there right now. Like, and I don't think that I'm supposed to go to the mall. Um, I have some money. Like, have you ever painted before? Do you want to like watch me paint? I'm kind of feeling like, like doing some art tonight, maybe. Prepared for the energy that you are putting out at this moment. And we'll stammer out. Of, um, uh, okay. 
Sure. Uh, where are we going? There's this 24-7, like, um, shop up here, and they have, like, a bunch of cool, like, spray paints and stuff. And I can probably get some brushes there, too. And it's usually pretty cheap. But do you have any money? Yeah, I, I got some cash. Perfect. Can I borrow some? Like, I'll pay you back tomorrow. Just, like, maybe, like, um, 100 bucks if you have 100 bucks. So I've kind of been a little bit in trouble, and so I don't really have a lot of money on me right now. But I'll totally get it to you. She cracks open her bag and pulls out a small billfold and pulls out, you know, a handful of 20s. Yeah, I, I got some cash. I can. It shouldn't be a, a big deal, right? No, totally not a big deal. Like, what? What's, it's just like small, like chump change or whatever. We're going to use it for good. And I need to practice. I have all this, like, stuff in my head. I, I drew this, like dumb silly like demon a while ago kind of almost but then the the um billboard that i painted on got replaced with the another one so i want to do better this time so i'm we're going to we're gonna do dark okay do you have any cool scary ideas for some kind of like a scary mural yeah there's all kinds of interesting things that could become out of her her brain right now yeah, like what? What's the thing that like scares you the most? She tightens her hands on the steering wheel and like looks down, but in that way that you're looking within yourself. Um, she's I losing control to to this, and she taps on her chest with her when they keep the the monster inside of her. Why does that scare you? I it happened. I mean, it's happened to me before where I felt like I was totally out of control. And that was kind of a cool feeling. Like when you're in a padded room and you can just like scream and yell as much as you want. It was like that, but like times a thousand. I've never been in a padded room like that. That seems bad. Well, have you ever done anything like really crazy? I know that like you're a good girl <laughs> and like really smart and pretty and stuff, but like you've been bad before. Uh, she gets to look like no, I haven't. But yeah, no, I've I've totally done stuff. Totally. Okay, we're gonna let your hair down a little bit, but that is a good thing to be scared of because literally every single time I let like, you know, my like subconscious just kind of take control. I always get in trouble. It's like a society we live in. It's just not ready for it. I mean, I, I think that's part of the plan that we're not supposed to let people know about society. Yeah, I know. I get it. It's a shame. Uh, she pulls up outside of that place where you can go get some paint. Come on, park the car. Come in with me. I'll teach you how to shoplift something. Her eyes get real big. Like, what you f I just gave you money. Why would you steal stuff? Because no one's going to see us on the cameras. And I just give her like a little wink. That's the two of you old. Get out of this little car and just go into this 24 hour supermarket. Well, not supermarket, but like super big box store that carries basically everything and is open 24 hours and is a giant evil mega corporation totally distinct from from other 
things that share a lot of similarities with that. Absolutely. And I'm going to have her shoplift. Like I'm going to shoplift like a mascara or something stupid that's, you know, so inexpensive. We could have literally bought that with our spare change as well as like a 99 cent like paintbrush. We're just going to going to pop those couple things in our pockets but everything else we're going to pay for just give me a, a dex plus larceny roll with two successes for each of you you guys managed to do minor super petty in every aspect of the word that it can be petty shoplifting and uh you guys head out of this to get up to whatever it is you guys are going to get up to i know a spot and it's in the dark, and we're going to go hang out there and chat and paint for the rest of the night. Cool. You want to give me a graffiti roll just to see how things go? Five success normal crit. Where is this mural being painted? So I want to kind of still be in the area of the church stuff. But on like the backside from the houses, far enough away from all of the crazy that we would never encounter it. I would want to think that there's maybe like a main road that people that aren't in the area would kind of be forced to like travel. You know what I mean? So they would see kind of this art on their way to and from the church but it's not at the church space. You know what I mean? Cool. What do you end up doing as your art piece? Lots of color, but still feels dark and oppressive because of the shadow of the piece. And there is like this giant hill And on top of the hill, there is um, what looks kind of like the priest. Like, if you know it's him, you know it's him. But it's clearly like this evil, scary devil. And he's got like these little worshipers that are kind of looking up at him on the hill. But the ones at the back of the pack are noticing these giant wolves coming out of like the forest and they're starting to kind of scatter from the back of the pack of like the, the um, church people. You guys will have some small talk while you're getting into this, but when you really start to hit your, she'll just become quiet and watch and you will create your art. that sends a somewhat clear message to a bunch of innocent church hands. Perhaps even to, you know, Father Todd himself, if he ever goes and sees it. And I think that's where we'll cut it tonight until we find out what happens with art. Because what could go wrong with art? Has he got a roast on a roof? Nah. Nah. He just unseen passage and walk out of there really it's a question of whether or not of uh what i'm taking with me on the way out just 
certainly some opportunities here. And I'm like tying them as I'm doing this, my little grumble. Part of me, and I'm sure part of Jimmy is pained at the idea of using computer wiring and just ripping out a nice setup to tie somebody up. She's like pulling out like uh, power, it's like fancy like cable mod cables for like power supply and just all nice braided, Uh fancy colors. Oh, the cable management here was so good. (laughs) Oh, the pain. This Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.